What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lindsay, what do you got? All right, so a practice started because of the coronavirus pandemic is now permanent in California. Uh, Governor Gavin Newsom on Monday, that's today, signed into law a bill requiring county elections officials to automatically send all active registered voters ballots for all elections. This measure also gives voters more time to get their mail-in ballots to the elections offices, extending the deadline from three days to seven days after an election. Those who prefer to vote in person will still have the option to do so. Prior to the pandemic, voters were able to request mail-in ballots from their county elections offices, but this new law will likely get even more Californians involved in the process, which is a great thing. Are you guys vote-by-mail people or in-person voters? I, I have voted by mail pretty much almost the entire time I've lived here. Uh, for the five years I've lived here, I think it's the most convenient thing ever. I love it. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't... I, I don't really feel the need to have to go to a polling place anymore. Take a guess what I do. I feel like you're an in-person voter. You got it. You got that right. I don't I know too. why. I still like to go. I like to give my name and address. Nope. I like to go into the polling booth. I like to write down my votes or pencil them in or fill in the, the bubble or whatever it is. And then when I'm done, I like to have that little sticker to proudly walk around and show everybody, I voted. That's right. Me. I but voted. you know you still have the sticker when you do it by mail, right? No. How's that? They send yeah, you the sticker. You, you, you get the sticker in the mail, and it's like it's already passed. Like, voting's already done. But, and it's like on voting day, everyone wears a sticker around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, hey, but I'm you a- could, when you mail it in and you put it into the ballot box, the official ballot box, you can just put the sticker on. Oh, Okay. All right, well, well listen, I don't know, man. Because the sticker I, I get, comes in the same envelope as the ballot. Like, I'll tell you well, honestly. So you like, I got the sticker and not even vote, really. Look, I got the recall stuff a couple weeks ago, you know, and it sat on a pile of mail until I was like, well, hmm, I guess that pile of mail sitting over there, nothing's happened to me, so I guess I can just throw it all out, you know? Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't, really? I don't you didn't, mail in. You, you didn't vote to the recall election? No, I did okay. not vote for the recall election. Did not. Did not. Okay. Was disgusted by the entire process okay, of it all. We oh, well, listen, it. that's a different discussion. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, yeah. We'll be here uh, all but, day talking about but that. But once you're there, you got, I mean, I don't know. I feel like once you've got the opportunity and you have to do it, whether you like it or not, I think you should, you know. Yeah, well, I didn't. Um, you know. I'm the same guy that throws aluminum cans in the garbage and is doing a poor job of recycling. I'm a horrible person. Horrible. I mean, well, that that's also all true as well. So, yeah. there's that. Now it all makes sense, I guess, you know, you if you put it that way. When was the last time you were in a bank? Um, I don't know. Maybe like a few months ago, I was in a bank for something. Um, somebody sent me a check, like an actual check that um, I couldn't, they, they wouldn't, they had to send me like a physical check, right? So that was it. So that was it. That was the last time. Same thing. But there's still something I like about going to the bank too. Yeah. No, I don't like going to the bank. And this check couldn't be done. I tried to do it on the mobile deposit, and it wouldn't work. So I had to just go physically into the bank. But, yeah, it's, have, I, my guess is you've never done a mobile deposit. Oh, no, I do them all the time, as a matter of fact. And oh, okay. I well, good. Be, now I, listen, I feel better that yeah. you are capable of doing a mobile oh, deposit. Oh, and you'd be, you'd be super impressed with the way I do all of my billings and my collections. I mean, it's all automated. Like, I see people that send out invoices, and then they expect you to send a check. To, I'm like, send a check? I don't even have any checks. Literally, do not have a check in my house. Don't have a checkbook. You know, it's funny. My mom, I'm, you know, staying with her in Ohio. And she's the other day I hear on the phone 
talking to this credit card company about paying her bill and stuff. I was like, mom, you know, you can pay that online. She's like, yeah, I just can't figure out how to do it. And I was like, mom, it literally walks you through it. It takes like two minutes and she's waiting on hold to pay it on the phone. And they're charging her like a fee to pay it on the phone. I was like, what is wrong with you? It's they do charge hard. you a fee to do stuff. Yeah. Everybody charges you a fee now on the phone. No, I'm not wild. doing that. I'm not doing that, but yeah. I mean, I even pay my phone bill on, on my Verizon app. So I'm, I'm, there you I'm, go. I'm feeling yeah. pretty You're good about there. myself. You're getting yeah. there. Feeling pretty yeah. good about myself. Baby All stuff. right. That, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. Let's do this game. Uh, what is the, What are the questions? So we'll do this real quick. Just if you're tuning in, 710 ESPN is the only station giving you a chance to win $1 million. Not a national contest. Us here, as Scott mentioned earlier. Listen, every Monday to play Million Dollar Mondays. So call right now. At 877-710-ESPN, if you're not already on hold, 877-710-3776. And the first person to answer our Sedano and Cap trivia question correctly will win Rams-Cardinals tickets for this Sunday at SoFi Stadium, two undefeated teams, plus a chance to win a million dollars by predicting the correct teams and final score of Super Bowl 56. So basically, if you get the answers to the question right, we're giving you the tickets, and then we will allow you to uh, put your pick in for the million-dollar contest. Uh, which is a very simple contest. You just put in the two teams you think that will be in the Super Bowl and you predict the score. And if you predict the right score and the right teams, we're going to give you a million dollars. It's just that simple. So every Monday, you got to be listening in the 5 and 6 o'clock hour to make that happen. Uh, so what do we got? What are the questions here? You ready? Well, here, let's, let, let's, let's, let's bring on a caller. I don't want to give the question out. We have Lance, right, yeah. in Ontario? Yeah. Right. Yeah, Lance in Ontario. Yeah. Uh, Lance, how is uh, the, uh, the IE in that area? How is that? How's everything going over there? It's good. Uh, some days it's hot and some days it's windy. I mean, it was kind of chilly today. Was it chilly there today? Because it was chilly out by me. It was about mid-80s, which is pretty good. Wow, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, I, I went downtown today. And even downtown was a little chilly because it was like overcast yeah. and gray. It was a very strange day. Any today. precipitation anywhere around? Anybody getting uh, rain There was here uh, yeah, when, I, when I was driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me and, too. Up when I was driving up the 110 to go to downtown. All right, so anyway, enough of the weather. Here we go. Uh, ask Lance his question. All right, Lance, you ready to roll? Yes, sir. All right, a few weeks ago, George and I were at the ESPN 710 Golf Classic at Black Gold. That day, we did a push-up competition on the air. So the question is, and it's a two-part answer, how many push-ups did Sedano do, and how many push-ups did Kaplan do? Ah. Uh, I'm going to say Sedano did... 28 and capped at 20. No, bro. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Um, appreciate solid, it, Lance. Yeah. Solid answer. It's a Thank solid you. answer, but we're, we're – No, it's not a solid answer. It's nowhere near what we had. It, listen, we're bigger, <laughs> stronger, like, tougher. I mean, dude, we rocked this thing, okay? All right. No, don't need to give away anything else, but that was way off. So, Lance, you seem like a very nice man, and I apologize – uh, that you didn't win. I'm sorry you didn't win, but that was not the correct answer, and it wasn't close, nope. actually. Nope. Uh, Anthony close. is in L.A. Anthony, what do you got, buddy? You there? Yeah, I'm right here. All right, uh, so, so you, you, heard, you, heard, you heard the question, right? We both did push-up, a push-up competition on the air when we were at Black Gold. How many push-ups did each of us do? Uh, you did 49, and I want to say Cap did 41. No! Oh, oh, you were so close. Oh, my God. Anthony. Anthony. Oh, Anthony. I'm oh, sorry. So you were close. so close. So close. So close. And you've just done, right. you know, you've just given half the answer. We don't know which one. But no, you've you got to give both. Half the answer right. Right. to the next But we guy. won't tell you which one you got right. right. 
Right. Uh, Cody in Palmdale. Cody. What's going on, guys? Let's crack Hi, brother. So, Not much. I got Sedano 49, Kaplan 44. No! That was also very close, Cody. Now, Scott did try to cheat and give himself extra ones, is all I'm saying. But uh, there was an official number, but it was close. Oh, aye, Cody, aye, aye. that sucks so bad, man. Oh, I'm feeling for you, Cody. Because really, I mean, unofficially, I felt like I did do 44. But okay, let's, let's, not, let's not argue about All that. All right, who's next? This is Jorge in San Jose. Like San Jose? Like NorCal? Seems that way. Oh, Temple City. Okay, 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 gotcha. Oh. Um, I was going to say, I don't know. Are we allowed to give it away for somebody? Not, in, uh, Why not? The, They're uh, listening. The, the Southland. Um, all right, so Jorge, are you ready? Yes. How many push-ups did we do? Oh, man. Uh, cap didn't reach 50. I'm going to say cap 49. And I'm going to say my tocayo, uh, he he did at least. Oh, you got to get cursed. Well, now you're done. First of all, you were wrong. <laughs> did we dump that? <laughs> tocayo. Tocayo. Te quiero. Pero you got it wrong. And you curse, bro. You can't curse on the air. Come on, man. Uh, all right let's go armando in long beach armando we did a push-up competition all right kaplan and i at the golf classic at black gold who did what you did you did no uh yeah you did 49 and then cap did 43 that's correct armando in long beach you win yeah Andale, yeah, you win Armando. You win the Rams Cardinals tickets for this Sunday at SoFi. Yeah. Now, now, all right, so congrats on that. Now you get your chance to be in our million dollar contest. All we need from you on the way out here, Armando in Long Beach, is to predict the two teams and the final score of Super Bowl fifty six, and we will register you. Well, everyone everyone's gonna know who I am because I'm an Arizona Cardinals fan, so I'm going Cardinals 27. I'm going Raiders 21. Okay, so 27-21, Cardinals over Raiders. And that's pretty awesome um, that you're a Cardinals fan and you won these tickets and you're going to see them lose to the Rams. That's kind of (laughs) cool. Yep. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. All right, Armando, put you on hold. All right, put that man on hold. And take care. Get his information. Take care of that man. Look at that. How about that? I mean, you're a Cardinals fan, and you just won tickets to see the Rams host the Cardinals at SoFi, and you've picked the Cardinals to win the Super Bowl over the Raiders. Even hmm. though I wanted to punt Cl- Cliff Kingsbury to the moon at halftime this weekend. Somebody said to me this weekend, could you imagine if the Rams play the Chargers in the Super Bowl at SoFi? That would be kind of crazy. And I went, no, I can't. But what I could imagine is the Rams playing the Raiders in the Super Bowl. It's so that would fine. be a, equally as crazy. That would be nuts. No, that would actually be more crazy. Let's be real here. Hey, LeBron, uh, Matthew Stafford is gone on the Peyton and Eli thing. Um, you know, little uh, the shindig, let's call it, on ESPN2. And now LeBron has joined them. And Le- they have superimposed. They've uh, photoshopped LeBron in a Cowboys jersey since he's a big Cowboys fan. Um, so... LeBron knows football. I've had plenty of good football conversations with him over the years. Uh, so anyway, by the way, 
congratulations to Armando in Long Beach. Uh, I do want to get into the Raiders, as you mentioned, the Raiders cap. We didn't get into that uh, last hour. I want to get back to the Raiders conversation uh, because their fans in Vegas and, of course, across the, the world, right, Raider Nation, are buying them. But there is one entity, Scott Kaplan, that is not buying the Raiders as a feasible success story and even a playoff team. I'll tell you who that is on the other side. We'll do that. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, I was too young for Gilligan's Island in real, in, you know, real time. Uh, I saw it in syndication, clearly. Uh, Reruns on TBS. Yeah, fun show when I was a kid. Like, you know, I liked it when I was little, you know. I, I mean, love Gilligan. I mean, Kaplan, that you're, you that was way before your time, too. Yeah, but um, I, mean, I feel like I know Gilligan's Island halfway decently. You know, even though it started before I was born, I feel like I saw a lot of Gilligan's Island. I mean, I saw, again, like Lindsay said, in syndication. I didn't see it, like, when it was running on network television or whatever. Cause nope, it was nor did I. Time, but. Although I will tell you, when I was a kid, when I would wake up early in the morning, I would go in, and uh, my mom was an early morning TV watcher. So mm-hmm. I would watch um, the Beverly Hillbillies, mm-hmm. and I would watch Leave it to Beaver, both in black and white. Yeah. And so I knew those shows well. You know, I, I feel like I know Gilligan's Island pretty good. Yeah, of course. Cat- you're definitely the uh, Gilligan of the show, that's for sure. You think so? I, I don't think so at all. I would think that I'm more of the movie star of the show. Of course. Show, you know? Yeah. You're the ginger? Yeah, or the captain. I feel like I'd be the captain, you uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, Do you know how many professor. seasons there was of Gilligan's Island? How many? I mean, I, you want to take a guess? Twelve. Um, I w- how many did you guess, Lindsay? I'm going to say 10 or 12. Yeah, I would think that there's got to be at least 10 seasons of Gilligan's Island. I mean, it was a big hit TV show, wasn't it? Was Gilligan's Island, uh, for some reason, I feel like like the Brady Bunch. But but again, Gilligan's Island must have been on in syndication, even though the Brady Bunch. I'm talking about when it was on in, 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 you know, when it was on CBS in the 60s. I'll go eight seasons. Three. That's it? Yep. Three seasons. Three seasons. September 26, 1964. April 17th, 1967. Mm. Yeah. You know what the captain used to call Gilligan? Little buddy. Little buddy. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's right, little buddy. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. I know. I got but, a bunch uh, of friends of mine. We still all call each other little buddy. I don't know why, but we do. Yeah. By the way, congratulations, little buddy, to Mandy Lopez uh, <laughs> from Long Beach, who won the Rams tickets. He's a Cardinals fan. He predicted... Uh, for the Million Dollar Contest, which we'll do every Monday. Register someone to win, uh, and we're going to give them a cool prize and then register for their chance to win a million dollars in February uh, if they predict the correct teams and final score of Super Bowl 56. And he predicted 27-21 Cardinals over Raiders in the Super Bowl. So there you have it. Good pick, guys- Andy. I, by the way, I see LeBron is on with uh, Peyton and Eli. Yes, and, and there's breaking were- news out of that. Breaking oh, really? News. Okay, well, I'd be curious to hear what that is because the last thing I heard was, they said, um, so, dude, you're, uh, you're, you're a Rams fan now, right? 
And he was like, no, 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 man. I'm still a homeboy. Yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm supporting the Rams. Yeah. That's what he said. So what, what he is didn't the say news? he did, the breaking news is that he did not say I'm a homeboy. He said I'm a hometown guy. I'm a Browns fan. He didn't say he was fan. a Browns fan. Yeah, he said he, he grew said up I, a he said yeah. he grew up a, a Cowboys fan, but that you know he he's a Browns fan and that he supports the Rams. Whoop whoop! I like Super that. Bowl. I like that. I, I listen when you're a pro athlete and you find yourself in a community that you're playing in and you're representing that city, even though you grew up someplace else and that's the city and that's the team that's got your heart, got your fandom, you can still be a supporter of another franchise. I like the way LeBron phrased that. Very good. You know, yeah, it's uh, funny you say that because I got yelled at today on Twitter because someone was saying I how saw they that. Want, yeah, they want to convert me to a Lakers fan or they said they want me to to appreciate like the Lakers and the Rams and the Dodgers and I was like, "No, I do, but that has nothing to do with my fandom with in Cleveland. Like I'm still a Browns fan and an Indians fan and a Cavs fan. I can still appreciate and support the LA teams and still be a Cleveland fan." Well, I, like, I see I have, I have converted in baseball, I you know I grew up a Yankees fan, diehard Yankees fan. I but I'm gonna be honest, as I moved to LA, like I just don't have time to watch the Yankees, particularly since you know I've been doing mostly afternoons for the last several years. Um, you know, they're, they I maybe I occasionally put them on, um, but I don't have the love for the Yankees that I once did because I don't watch them every day. While I watch the Dodgers every day, I have grown to be very fond of the Dodgers. See, I always soon we'll be making another run. The love boat, yeah, yeah. Break <laughs> that it out. Made an appearance today. Any, I was surprised. Anytime you want to play the love boat, I, I will sing the love boat. But I love this word supporter. You know, LeBron says I'm a I'm a Cleveland fan or I'm a Browns fan, but I'm a Rams supporter. I like that. That I think that's kind of a cool way of saying it. It's I've used that phrase here many times, George, when talking about the Padres. My kids, are they all grew up in San Diego. They became Padres fans. That was the team of their childhood. But I, I also, I grew up back east. I was kind of a Yankees fan growing up. I became a Florida Marlins fan. I moved into a lot of different places. At one point, I was a big Dolphins fan. I was a big Steelers fan. My dad was a Jets fan. So, like, I have a lot of different, like, fandoms. And so sometimes, you know, you just like to support a team. And, you know, it's like people, um, Padres fans, as an example, they hate Hate, hate the Dodgers. Me, I kind of feel like the Dodgers have a lot of guys on the team that are very likable. So yeah. I didn't grow up a Dodger fan, and I'm hardly a hardcore Dodger fan, but I'm watching, I'm observing, and I'm supporting. Well, and I'll tell you this. Um, I grew up a Dolphins fan. Dan Marino was, like, one of my favorite athletes of all time to watch. I still think he's one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever laid eyes on, okay? The only guy I think that is actually better at the position in, you know, and again, factoring in longevity, I mean, Patrick Mahomes could be in this conversation eventually, is Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's the only guy that I sit there and say, that guy is the best guy I've ever seen play the position uh, from a talent perspective. And, you know, before that, it was Marino for me. I, you could talk about winning and Brady and Montana and all that stuff. Those guys were not the actual quarterbacks that Aaron Rodgers and Marino were. Um, but uh, I, 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 so I grew up a Dolphins fan, and, you know, I still kind of sort of, like, follow them. But I love Sean McVay. He's like my BFF, basically. I love him. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, there's, how can you not love Sean McVay? Like, when you watch him, how can you not want to play for that guy? The way he runs. We talked about the, the Deshaun Jackson thing. Like, he's super into his players. 
players love playing for him. Akeem Talib told me uh, a while back, a couple years ago, that he's like, yo, I played for Belichick. I played for a lot of guys. Like, Sean knows how to vibe with his guys uh, for the most part. And I think that stuff is important. So, like, I'm a big fan of the Rams, too. But, look, I, I mean, I'm not necessarily a Raiders fan, but I'm on their bandwagon in this regard. I have been a supporter of theirs this season, and I mean supporter in the sense that I, I feel like, hey, they very quickly after week one, I was like, this team is legit. Like, they're a playoff-caliber team, and I'm on that. Um, and But not everyone's on that, Kaplan. Yeah, Obviously, I, their fans are into it, but the Vegas casinos, MGM Grand, still has them at the longest odds. All right, Ben MGM still has them at the longest odds to win their division, and they're 3-0 right now. Now, that's surprising um, in one sense. Let's, let's start it from here. Look, most people would have gone into the season, they would have said Kansas City's going to win the AFC West. San Diego's probably going to come in second because they've got a hot young quarterback. Denver, we're not really sure about what their quarterback situation is, but we still think they're better than the Raiders. That was probably many people's preseason perception of the AFC West. Well, through three weeks, what has happened? Um, Denver's had a very weak schedule, and Teddy Bridgewater became their starting quarterback, and he's a solid starting quarterback. Um, he's not a superstar, but he dealt with that injury. He moved on. He's become a solid starter. Okay. As for the Chargers, they come away with one of the bigger wins of this past weekend, the win against the Chiefs. And as for the Chiefs, people are starting to question the Chiefs, maybe more so than people are questioning the Seahawks, but teams that you thought would be at the top of their division after three weeks who find themselves at the bottom, people are questioning that. So I'm surprised. Have the Is this like a week-to-week -week odds from MGM, or is this the way they started the season, George? Do you know that? No, it's still week-to-week. -week. Wow, and they still have the Raiders as yeah. the least likely team to win the AFC West. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because people pretty much believe that the Chiefs will be fine. Um, they still believe that the Chargers are probably the second-best team in the division. They think that Denver has gotten off to a, a good start, 3-0 week schedule, and so everybody is probably waiting for the Raiders to fall completely apart. I, I think they are waiting for the shooter drop. But it's fascinating because 538 has the – the Raiders at 70% to make the playoffs right now, and I'm with 538. Normally, it, you know, 538 in Vegas tend to jive, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. um, because there's a lot of numbers and math that goes into this when Vegas makes these decisions. Uh, however, they are at odds, which is fascinating to me. But I, I do believe the Raiders, you know, barring like a Derek Carr injury or something, should make the playoffs at this point. There's not a lot of teams that start 3-0 and um, that don't, make the playoffs um i mean i'm not saying it's impossible it's certainly possible but the the chances are certainly more in your favor if you start three and oh yeah but you know george the nfl season it really comes down to who will be healthy through this the raiders are already dealing with offensive lineman injuries and they've been able to get through that for the first three weeks um they're dealing with a running back injury and they've been able to make up for that here in the early part of the season and luckily for the Raiders, the Chiefs have gotten off to a one and two start, which is pretty surprising to most people around the world of the NFL. So, you know, look, it's three weeks. They're three and oh. So are the Denver Broncos. That's another big shocker. But then again, think about the baseball season. Most people thought the Dodgers would win the division going away. Most people thought that the Padres would probably ride on their heels. And what happened is San Francisco shocked the world. 
The Dodgers find themselves two games back with six games to go, and the Padres fell off the face of the earth like people in Vegas are probably expecting the Raiders to do at some point. So, long way to go. Sure, for sure. The season normally done in quarters, except now we got 17 games, so I guess we'll have to do the last five together, basically. But, uh, yeah, it is is fascinating, though, Raider fans. MGM does not believe that you will uh, win the division, and they don't believe that you are actually going to come out of the cellar of the division. They think you're falling back all the way to the cellar. So, don't blame me. I'm just the messenger. Mm. All right, coming up next... Everyone's favorite segment here in the 6.30 segment. It is the most popular segment in the 6 o'clock hour. Big deal or no deal coming up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Uh, speaking of big deals, it's a big deal that you call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call our friends at Sam and Ash Law, 1-800-304-2000. 1-800-304-2000. Because you, Greg Bergman, listening at home right now, you deserve what's right. Lindsay Baseball, big deal or no deal? All right, so Ohio State dismissed senior linebacker Kevon Pope after he was sent off the field by his own team during the 10th-ranked Buckeyes route of Akron. My alma mater, go Zips, even though they got killed. Uh, The incident in Saturday's game started when Pope tried to re-enter the game in the second quarter and was waved off by a teammate. Pope began walking to the locker room, and then he got into an altercation with the team's linebackers coach. He was then sent to the locker room after throwing his jersey and gloves into the stands. Pope wrote a derogatory tweet about Ohio State that was later deleted, and he issued an apology on the platform. Is dismissing Kayvon Pope from the team for his little temper tantrum a big deal or no deal, Cap? I would say it's a big deal. I think that a lot of young guys, especially those that are celebrated as high school stars, they get big-time scholarships to schools like Ohio State, They have a bit of an entitled attitude at times. I don't know a whole lot about this young man, but here's what I do know. If I was his parents and I was sitting in the stands, I'd be like, hey, if they kick you off the team, you got nobody to blame but yourself. You know, this is the time when you learn to control your emotions. This isn't Little League. You're not 12 years old anymore. You got to be a guy who's in college, who's a young adult, and who understands that your coaches make decisions for the overall good of the team. And sometimes that may mean you're in, and sometimes that may mean you're out. And so if you can't control your emotions and you're throwing your jersey and your gloves into the stands, and then you're so hot that you go to Twitter and you say something negative about the team and the school, dude, we don't need that around here. That's, that's bad news. And so, you know, listen, you're going to have to live with the consequences if you want to have these sorts of outbursts. Um, I think it's no deal. Um. I think that these, if he was a guy that they feel like they're, look, 
I, I feel like there's an arbitrary line to this stuff, okay? Jimmy Johnson used to have a saying. If Troy Aikman fell asleep in a meeting, he would wake him up. If the 53rd guy on the roster fell asleep in a meeting, he'd cut him, okay? So, I, you know, we could talk about how, you, how good you think this kid is or whatnot, um, but he's made three tackles this season. If he was a guy who had made, you know, I don't know how many games have they played, three, four? If, if he was a guy who had made 35 tackles, he might still be on the team is the way I would say it. So that that's why I think it's no deal. I think it's just the school um, taking a young man and instead of te- doing a teaching moment, they dismissed him, um, which I think is unfortunate. Um, I, I would rather teach the kid in that situation. Yeah, I don't know me. much about his career. I don't know much about what kind of player he was, but still, you know, that's, that's, that's too bad. You lose your scholarship. You got to find a new place to go to school. That sucks. Now he's in the transfer portal, which God knows what that even means. Well, and not to I mean, mention what it means is you schools, can go somewhere else. Yeah, but I other know, schools just... are going to look at him and they're going to go, dude, you had this emotional outburst. They kicked you off the team. You said this stupid stuff on Twitter. I don't want you here. Yeah, he tweeted bleep Ohio State. That was his tweet. Yeah, I mean, it's so stupid. You can't, you can't do that. I mean, not smart, but again, let me. I'll ask you the question, Cap. If he had, instead of three tackles, if he had 35 through four games, do you think they're cutting him or dismissing him? Yeah, I mean, I think your point is well made that if he's a star player, they're going to find a way to work with the guy. Yeah. And and if he's not a star player, it's like, ooh, good, we get the scholarship back. We'll yeah. give it to somebody it's, else. It's, yeah, it's Captain Easy stands for uh, Coach Day there. So, there you go. All right, on to the next one. Yeah. All right, so Angels two-way star Shohei Otani, who is currently my favorite baseball player, he's the AL MVP frontrunner as the regular season winds down, and he's been one of MLB's biggest stories this year. He smashed 25 home runs at the plate while leading the AL in triples, and on the mound, he's pitched 3.18 ERA across 23 starts with 156 strikeouts in 130 and one-third innings. Now, did you Think say his... he had 25 home runs? 45. Okay, I want to make sure, because I thought I heard 25, and I was almost sure he had 45. Keep going. Excuse oh, me. 45. And his, I think his war is something like nine, which is like far and above even like whoever's second to him. So despite getting such worth from Otani at a deep discount rate, he's only making $3 million this year. The Angels, once again, will not even sniff the playoffs. Otani still has three years left on his contract with the Angels, but if they're smart, they're going to try and lock him up to an extension now. Well, when asked about his future with the team today in the Angels' last home game, Otani said, I really like the team. I love the fans and the atmosphere as a team. But more than that, I want to win. That's the biggest thing for me. I'll leave it at that. Otani also noted that he has not yet had any contract extension discussions with the Halos. Is Otani's quote to reporters a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Oh, it's a big deal, dude. Like, he is casting doubt on his future uh, with the Angels. I don't think there's any question. Now, look, he, um, the Dodgers were interested, and he ended up going to the Angels. Um... And I think if I if he became a free agent, if I were the Dodgers, I would pounce all over that. Like I would be like, all right, let's bring him back and let. I mean, clearly he he can do the thing that everyone wondered aloud if he could do. So I, I would, yeah. I I would absolutely be worried if I were the Angels. Yes. See, I'm going to also agree that this is a big deal because we haven't really heard Otani be candid. You know, we, we, we've just kind of seen him in sound bites and translations. We haven't really heard him be candid about where the Angels sit. 
And it's for me, it's a big deal, not so much because it's the warning to the angels that if you don't get good, he's going to leave. To me, it's the warning to the angels of, hey, look, this guy played here. He likes the team. He likes the fans. This is not the pressure cooker of the Dodgers. It's not, it's not the Yankees. But you know what? Guys, you have to surround me with players that can help us win. It's the same position that Mike Trout's been in for all these years. Great player, loved and adored and respected by the fans and his peers in baseball, got the monster contract, but does it convert to winning? And so if you're Otani and you're this good and you got Trout coming back next year, don't stop there. Help us win. And I think it's a big deal because he's saying to the ownership, to Artie Moreno, hey, Artie, you've spent a lot of money over the years. It hasn't converted to wins. We got to get the right people and we got to win. Go get some pitchers. Yeah, more pitching. That's what I was going to say. All right, on to the next one. Well, another MLB news. This one's a little fresh. One of the most important players on MLB's top team could be out for a while. Giants first baseman Brandon Belt sustained a fractured thumb after getting hit in hand by a pitch on Sunday, the team announced today. Belt will reportedly meet with the doctors over the next two days to determine a timetable for his return. If Belt is forced to miss time, that would be a huge loss for the Giants who the Dodgers currently trail by two games in the NL West. As far as the Dodgers are concerned, is this a big deal or no deal, Cap? Well, I think it's a big deal. I think that um, that's the beauty of what the Giants have accomplished this year, is that they were unexpected to be where they are. There are some name guys on the Giants, but then there are other guys who really, I mean, the average fan on the street doesn't know. And Brandon Belt, to me, qualifies as such. And if you take one guy who's considered to be one of your top role players and you take him out of the lineup, um, it it just throws things off or potentially can throw things off. So this late in the season, six games to go, one of your guys, I mean, one of your core players, yeah, to me, that's that's a really big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, it's about a month if you look at some of the guys who have had uh, an injury like that recently. JT Realmuto, um, Joey Votto had a similar injury with a fractured thumb. And Belt had been balling. I mean, I think since August 5th is the number I saw. He's hitting like 300 with an on-base of nearly 400 and a slugging of, like, nearly 700. And he's got 18 home runs in that stretch. So he'd been great for them. So that's a big loss, sure. And he's, like, their pseudo-captain, you know? Yeah. I don't necessarily yeah. He's been there forever. Baseball. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like, their yeah. guy. He's a big clubhouse leader, you know, the old glue guy thing. So I think it's a big deal, too. But, yeah, yeah on to the next 11 one. 11 Good... seasons, I think, he's been there. Yeah, no, 10, 11 really? seasons. Been, he's right. been in, in, in San Francisco 11 seasons? Yep. 10, 11, he's been yeah. There that a sounds long right. time. Yeah. Wow, you're right. Since 2011. I'm just taking a look at it right now. There you go. On to the next one. on to the next one. So a California burger joint has banned customers under 18, unless accompanied by a parent or guardian, due to what it described as unacceptable behavior by young people. Red Rooster Burgers and Brew, which is located in Garden Valley, announced the decision in a Facebook post on Friday, saying that it had tolerated the behavior for two years. Post added that it was not the owner's intent to exile the youth in our community, but that they needed to protect their property. The restaurant's post listed several incidents, including fries being thrown at employees, a condom being left in the bathroom, candy being stuck to the ceilings, and condiments being squirted into the wrong bottles and thrown around the premises. Is Red Rooster banning kids from the restaurant a big deal or no deal, Sedano? 
I mean, it is a big deal. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, I guess it's a private business, so they can do whatever they want. But I don't know. I've never stepped foot inside of a red rooster. I don't even know if it's that good. But if that's the situation you're dealing with and you don't want to have to hire, like, I don't know, a security guard or something like that to manage the situation, is that out of control, then I guess, you know, you have every right to do what you want to do in that spot. That is, uh, to me, it's no deal, but it's unfortunate that um, that if these young people came in and they've been this disrespectful to the property of the place, that the ownership is like, hey, we're just not having anybody in here. If you're not an adult, if you're not capable at 18 years old of, of treating our place with some respect, we don't want you in here. Now, by the way, there's plenty of people that are older than 18 years old that can be jerks too. But apparently point, they must, point. must have some problem with with the local kids just disrespecting their spot punks yeah it's kind of weird that you'd have to it's like when you go when you're in in school you're walking home and there's like a convenience store or something and they have one of those signs it's like kids kids uh without adults or unaccompanied by adults are not allowed in store only one allowed in store at a time because they were afraid that everyone would get off school and go act like idiots and steal stuff so i don't know maybe it's a situation like that but yeah kind of sucks for them uh, one more here, if we have time. Mm-hmm. All right. BTS is returning to Los Angeles for a mini mm. residency at the brand new SoFi Stadium. The international pop stars will bring their show to Inglewood November 27th and 28th and December 1st and 2nd. The in-person concert will mark the first time BTS have been able to tour face-to-face with fans since 2019. Fans can begin to get tickets for BTS at SoFi on October 5th. Is the world's biggest pop group returning to live touring in L.A. for an entire week a big deal or no deal, Kaplan? <laughs> I, let me, can I answer for you? I just love that you giggled before I even <laughs> said a word because my pause should have told you everything you needed yeah, to know. Yeah, uh, no deal for me. I don't even know who BTS is. Are they, uh, what are they? Who are they? What do they sing? What, yeah, right, yes, yeah, All go right, ahead. So here's, here's the deal. Yeah. I know who they are. Because we told you last week. No, because I Googled it. Well, no, but we talked about them last Ooh, week. And then yeah, I Googled we did. It. And then All I right. Googled it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So to your point, good George, job on Google's birthday. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, um, somehow my my Chrome went from Google to Microsoft Bing as my okay. search engine. All right. Go I'm ahead. Enough of that. We, we get it. Yeah, but people yeah. are tweeting me, telling me how to fix it, which thank you, everybody. Yeah. Um, so, look, I'm not going to BTS. I don't have any interest in seeing BTS. So correct, George. For me, this is me now. I'm saying not a big deal. However, for SoFi Stadium and for people who love this group i mean one week at a stadium like this at seventy-five thousand people a night over five i mean you're talking like half a million people are going to see this group that to me is unbelievable that makes it a big deal uh it is a big deal i don't think there's any question it is a big deal uh i told you the story last week i remember the first time they came to la they played at the microsoft theater like right next to our office not staples the microsoft okay and then, obviously, that didn't last very long. <laughs> um, and then they were at Staples, and now they're playing a stadium, which is insane. For, for like a week. Yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. Huge deal, for sure. I love BTS, and I want to go to that concert. Cap, what if what if your daughter wants to go to that concert? Are you going to take her? Um, no, I'll probably find somebody else to take her. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, like she, I think you should go. experience it, because it's like – 
It's like like the Beatles or Michael Jackson. I mean, again, oh, really, BTS they're is not, like the Beatles. Oh. They, I mean, they, they are for this generation. As as, yeah, for, as far as like the fandom goes, their their following is just rabid. It's crazy. Wow. It's insane. People like cry when they see them and stuff. Like it's nuts. I'm telling you, that's why you got to go because I want you to experience like how crazy this is. I have gone to so many boy band or like pop music concerts over the years with my girls. Um, Because they all want to go to every show that comes to town, and I take them to almost every one of them, or I did when they were younger, to be sure. But uh, BTS is not on my list; just not there. Well, as somebody who went to NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, oh, I went New to Kids on the Block, you know, oh yeah, and they're, KOTB, they're nothing. Yeah, yeah, they're nothing compared to BTS as far as their really? crazy fandom goes. Yeah, wow. they have a crazy following, cult following. Not even you know, cult it's interesting. following. Think, I'm, let me ask you guys this question: So, SoFi Stadium, call it seventy-five thousand for a concert for a week. Again, you're talking like half a million people will go to these concerts. What band can do that? Like, I'm going to see Pearl Jam this weekend at the Ohana Fest in Doheny State Park, which is kind of Dana Point, Orange County. But could Pearl Jam sell out a week no. of shows at SoFi? No, absolutely not. I don't think so, huh? Maybe maybe two, but I think that that's where the demand would start to... I mean, I love Pearl Jam. I'd so much rather see Pearl Jam than BTS. But I just don't oh, think you. that, like, people... And plus, Pearl Jam's really expensive. I know. I'm going this weekend. First time I'm going to see them. All yeah, right. I don't well, know. That is... I can't think of it. Any bands that would be able to do that. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Do you think Chris had a ska phase or something at one point? You know, I like ska. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. I want to know what is skate. What he means by he was a skater boy. Like, did he really try and skate? I mean, maybe. Or was oh, he just a poser? That, that's what I. Pre- oh, a poser. That's Ooh. a great word. That was Ooh. a thing. I haven't heard yeah, that word poser. in a long time. That's you don't fantastic. skate. You're just a poser. Kook. Although you know, growing up in L.A., I would imagine you know, skateboarding has to be part of the uh, the deal. You know, specifically. I was a skater. I wanted to be a skater, but I was a rollerblader, not a skateboarder. No, 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 no. That's not the same. No, it is because it was trick skating, you know, like, um, I don't even know of any, like, famous ones. But had, like, those, the skates, the K2 backyard bobs, you know, where you'd grind on, like, all the things. <laughs> you know, you do all the tricks. <laughs> it's just like skateboarding, but with rollerblades. And you had, like, the little, the things, I forget what they're called, the grind plates on your, your rollerblades. Mm. Oh, yeah, I was a trick skater. I don't know, man. I never had the guts to drop in off one of those half pipes. Even if it was, like, small, I still just never – I could never, like, build up the nerve to drop in. I once went to see Tony Hawk at his office, and he's got this, like, warehouse where he's got, like, a radio studio where he does his podcast, and he's got all of his business stuff and his fulfillment center, and he's got this crazy, crazy indoor half pipe where him and all of his buddies are in there skating around. Try it, man. Give it a shot. I'm like, no, sir. Mm-mm. This is something I, as bold as I may be oftentimes and as overconfident as I may be at times, this ain't one of them, Tony. Sorry, pal. Out. Hmm. 
Yeah, not a skateboard thing for me. I was more of a bike kid growing up. Like, big on the bike. You know, mountain bike, like 10-speed, all sorts of different bikes. But not like BMX, BMX trick bike. Oh, okay. okay there you yeah, go. BMX. Yeah, all that stuff. A mongoose. Oh, I love a oh, mongoose. Oh, yeah, I had a mongoose. mongoose dirt bike. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I still have it probably I, in my mom's I garage. was more of a bike kid. I mean, I think that was just more, I mean, I don't know. It just That's just what I was. You know, I was not a skateboard kid. I, you know, you know, it's funny. I have a friend who learned how to surf at, in his old age, and that is something perhaps that I will consider. You can, you can do that. You can learn that right now. No problem. Ask Dr. Clapper for lessons. You know, it's true. Wait. Dr. Clapper does surf. Yeah, really? Yeah, I can ask oh, yeah, Dr. Every Clapper. Weekend. Yeah, he does. I want, I want lessons. I saw that the there was like the big surf invitational in Huntington Beach this past weekend, and mm-hmm. I'm like, dang it, I missed that, like, I missed it. I wanted to go to that. I want to go to a surf competition because I saw one when I was in Hawaii and it was awesome. It was just like mind blowing to see what yeah. they do. Yeah, it's pretty badass. But it, it is something I'd like to do. Um, I gotta tell I you wonder- right now, I'm petrified on my road bike, just by the way. Why? Um, like, well, the, 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 the accidents out there, like I've ridden thousands and thousands and thousands of miles on a road bike, all dressed up like Lance Armstrong. I mean, tight spandex, the whole thing, man. And uh, and now it just is more dangerous out there than ever. People get hit by cars. There's more bikers on the road um, than ever before. And so people aren't good riders. It's just more dangerous than ever. And yet, for some reason, I don't have a, a problem riding an e-bike without a helmet at 30 miles an hour on those same streets that I don't want to ride my road bike. I don't know what the hell's going on with me. Yeah, you know, you're just kind of a confusing character. Complicated person, George, is really, really... You know, everybody's complicated. Yeah. Oh, by the way, how did you figure out uh, Friday night? Did you go have a drink with Rachel after the soccer match? You know, I did. Thank you. Um, I did. I, I had my daughter's soccer game on uh, Friday night, got done, went and met um, Rachel and her girlfriend, uh, Lynn, which, by the way, gets me back to, you know, uh, you know the, the open relationship concept. Oh, I'm trying go. to work that. It's not going yeah. well yet. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday night, I had a football game up in, at uh, Saddleback College in Orange County. And then I got late. I got home late to get to a, a friend's birthday party that night. So I was on the run all weekend long. I mean, listen, I know you were traveling and schlepping around the country. I literally packed not, I mean, 48 hours into the weekend. There was no downtime of any kind. Football games, soccer games, parties and dates and kids and stuff. There was no downtime. Yeah. But, but you, snuck in the, uh, you snuck in the uh... – the drink time, which is important. Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, fair enough. Did have a um, adult time. How about you? Did you have a good weekend? I mean, with all the travel. I mean, I was traveling pretty much yeah. the whole weekend. But it was funny because I had a friend. I have a friend in Minnesota, um, and her and her husband. I had never met her husband. Uh, I worked with her when you know she worked in the NBA, and they live in Minnesota. And he he works for like this huge hydraulics company. He's like a big time sales guy. Company's based in you know, originally in Denmark, but, you know, they got uh, uh, offices in Minneapolis. So they ended up going there. And I was like, hey, man, I'm going to be in town. Love to meet your husband. Love to see the kids. You know, and they're like, yeah, come over. We'll grill because it was warm still in Minnesota. So we went. We had like a lot of wine. Um, yeah, it was like four <laughs> or five glasses of wine. Um, and then I just took a uh, ride share back to the hotel and uh, good to go. And then got up the next morning. The great part was I, you know, I had a late game, right? So it was nice. So I got to just kind of wake up at my own leisure. I didn't have to like, uh, you know, get up with maybe a slight hangover. I got to get up, rehydrate, go to the gym. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, you work out before the game because I can't I did. do a game broadcast out. without working out in the morning for sure. I got a good workout in the, nice. this hotel. 
mm-hmm. had the greatest gym I've ever seen at a hotel. Okay. A hotel. It's a Hyatt. Oh. And it's like a brand new hotel in Minneapolis. And the, ho- the hotel gym, I, I kid you not, was the entire third floor. Okay. Nice gym. So the do- elevator door opens and you're in this gym that's two stories. It's got like a track on top. And then like, it looks like you're in an LA fitness, basically. And there was nobody else in there but oh, me. Yeah. Isn't that great? So it was unreal. I got to yeah. use everything I wanted, when I wanted. Didn't have to wait for anything. You know, I wiped everything down just in case somebody else decided to get in there after the fact. Of you. Um, yeah, you know, I, I do that when I used to work at LA Fitness, too. Like, I just feel like, it's, you know, this stuff could get gross, you know? Totally. So, um, more so for B, too, to be honest with you. But, uh, yeah, it was awesome. And then I did the game, and it was fun. That's great. Hey, you know one thing, George, just to finish up today, you know, one thing I love about sports is great stories that come from sports. And Does this talking- story, can you tell this story in 45 seconds as we have yes. to go soon? Here okay. we go. Lindsay, you yeah. ready for this? Today, something really oh, cool ready. happened. Um, a friend of mine's kids, both of them, became Major League Baseball players. This guy was an anesthesiologist, George, but he produced two Major League ball players. One's a pitcher cool. for Kansas City. One's an outfielder for Cleveland. Today, the, the brother pitched to the little brother and little brother took him deep. Now, how cool is that? I mean, that is cool. Older brother's pitching the younger brother, and little brother takes big brother deep in a major league baseball game. How sick is that? I think that's pretty sick, dude, for sure. Um, I think that'd be awesome if I ever got to play against my sibling or compete against my sibling in anything at that big a stage. Yeah, it would be a blast. And I would imagine for mom and dad, that had to be even better. Like, it just, there's no losing there. I just didn't know who to, like, congratulate. I, I want to congratulate Bradley Zimmer, the, the outfielder for the Indians, but then I want to console Kyle Zimmer, the pitcher for the no, Royals. No, dude, it's his brother. He gave it up yeah. to his brother. It's fine. Con- congratulate. Plus, plus, it was the last game in Cleveland, you know. Yeah. Last game is the Indians. Yeah. I just go. love stories like that. Those are great. It's like yesterday, the, the Justin Tucker uh, field goal, you know, 66 yards that hits the crossbar and goes yeah. through for Baltimore. I, I love stuff yeah. like that. Well, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. Excellent work, Kaplan. Hey, outstanding work by our entire team today, George Sedano. See you tomorrow. Yep. Thanks, Lindsay. Great job, Alex, today, and Briones as well for the help. We'll talk to you mañana. See ya.